Ocean Richie's Daily Takeaway. So here's a contentious topic or question to start tonight's Home Time show with. What about this as a question? Is there too much football around at the moment? Too much football on telly? It's fair to say that the World Cup has taken over the TV at the moment and will do for the next couple of weeks. But is it too much? My other half, Katie, is furious about it. I can understand how someone would be in that position with games at 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock. It's non-stop. <laughs> so, you know, like I say, I was thinking, I don't want to like start any wars with this, but like, if it was rugby, I'd be I'd be incandescent with rage because I'm not into rugby at all. Yeah. If it was wall-to-wall rugby. So, if you're not into football, it would do your head in. And I was saying to Katie last night, flippantly, but it's kind of stayed in my head, they could settle this, the whole World Cup, in one afternoon in the leisure centre. <laughs> Because all they would need to do is get all the teams together, everyone puts one person forward, and play Wembley from back in the day. Do you remember Wembley at school? Do I remember Wembley at school? Twice a day you'd play. you play it in morning break and lunchtime, maybe a bit too tired in the afternoon. But oh, it's, oh, Wembley, I played so much of it. 35 or whatever kids all following one single football around, like, you know, in Jurassic Park when they feed cows to the velociraptors and all the trees move, <laughs> and then one scared lad in goal. Well, there, that was the great thing for me. I was the school goalkeeper, so I was de facto in goal. I never had to be the last person picked, because I was always like, well, Richie will go in goal, yeah. and then you just watch everyone else just struggling. It was great fun. So if you're not familiar with it, it's like an age-old like British schoolyard game, but what you do is if you score a goal, you stand behind the goal, you're through to the next yeah. round. I think then the last couple of people that are left get... Oh, eliminated from the competition. That's it, we're going to start all over again, which is an amazing thing. But I think what made Wembley so good is that you you didn't just play, but you nominated yourself, known as your favourite team, but yeah. also as a player for that team. So, for example, I would always take part as Kevin Sheedy from Everton. Oh, yeah. And who were you when you were in goal? Well, I was John Lukic back in those days for Arsenal. Those were the days. They were indeed. But, but there's loads of different rules based on where you were in the country. So let's just put it out there. I mean, this isn't a way to solve the uh, <laughs> quagmire of games we've got in this World Cup, but did you used to play Wembley back in the day when you were at school? Uh, we could be up against a bit of a problem here, though, in a generational problem. Our, our producer, Nick, who's uh, way younger than us, has put a little picture up um, uh, talking oh, right. about World Cup Wembley. It's black and white. There's a horse and cart in the background of these kids playing. <laughs> football in the middle of the road. How old do you think we are? Yeah, what's going on there? Well, I woke up Wembley wasn't some sort of pre-war thing. This ain't the machine gunners. The uh, You remember the machine gunners? I do remember the, the machine gunners. Germans are coming, the Germans are coming. <laughs> like, you know, cobbled streets and me taking Richie's cloth cap off and it on the top of the We were at school in the 80s, wistfully remembering the 82 and 86 World Cups, all right? It wasn't black and white. No Hovis music in the background, that's for sure. So that kind of uh, sepia tone slight from our producer Nick aside, uh, if you have any rules memories of uh, what format, and this is the best thing about kids' games, they yeah. take on a different kind of personality based on where in the country did it. So many different rules and additions that people played. Ross has tweeted, oh, we had different rules which would change time after time, depending on who the biggest lad was. <laughs> At least when you played five-goal bash, you knew where you stood. That sounds like a completely different game. All of these different, like, when you, when you name it like that, five-goal bash, it's playing into the hands of our producers who are putting out black and white photos of us. <laughs> <laughs> Make it look like this is a game that you played between the wars. Every word that we utter makes us just sound older and it's awful. I just want to underline as well, it wasn't played in an alley. Uh, Paul says, uh, we called it cuppies, basically 35 kids chasing a ball like moths to a flame. Uh, Rob says, Wembley singles or doubles? Couldn't score direct from the keeper, though. Stop the keeper's mates going through first. Uh, text here, if you played in Blackburn, you would be disqualified if you tart line. This is when you stand near to the goalie to pick up scraps. I believe that's a, a VAR technical term yeah. now, these <laughs> days. Oh, we've got Steve on the line. Steve used to play Wembley back in the day, is that right? 
Uh, well, yeah, we used to we called it Wembley. If you were your club side, if you wanted to be your favourite team, right, then you played Wembley. But if you wanted to be an international side, we called it World Cup Willie. <laughs> Different times back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the eighties, get away with anything, couldn't you? Well, wasn't World <laughs> Cup Willie the name of the mascot in the '66 World Cup, or am I? No, it was the things? lion, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and we used to do that one. If um, if you scored by a header or a volley, you couldn't serve it to yourself. But if you if, if you played doubles and your mate served it and he scored with a header or a volley, you go automatically through to the final. Wow, what an amazing shortcut to the very the big key game at the end. Fantastic. That's amazing. And who were you when you used to put yourself forward as a player then, Steve? I'd always be Gary Bailey because I'd be in goal. Amazing. <laughs> We've got so many goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah. Memories of Wembley, the playground school game of our youths. Uh, Martin, your memories of Wembley? For me, Wembley, um, being a bit of a fat knacker at school, um, doubles was always my preferred option. Because um, you used to be able to pair up with somebody who was far, far more talented than Michelle. Brilliant. But did you, um, have a, did you have a foot like a traction engine, though, even though you may have been a bigger lad? Uh, not really. OK, uh, we're trying to help you out here. He's being honest. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Uh, yeah, no, a bit too honest. <laughs> OK, so Wembley doubles, uh, playing in a, in a team. And then uh, the good thing about Wembley is the elimination element of it. You, you've got to be one of the, you know, the first people to score, otherwise you can get frozen out of each round of the competition. Yeah, yeah, did a lot of uh, did a lot of uh, being frozen out. <laughs> Martin, you're talking yourself down, man. Isn't he? Uh, obviously, if you're yeah, playing doubles, but... that brings in the whole headers and volleys thing because you got a teammate to sort of put across in as well. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, I've listened to your previous caller about having you know going straight through to the final on a header or a volley. We never had that, so if that was uh, maybe I'd have tried to get myself in the box a little bit more for a cheeky header. Would have, uh, I just take it out. easy for the next couple of rounds. Uh, and then yeah. one final thing. I mean, one thing that's coming to light during the course of uh, this hour of the show is it's a great way of getting the uh, World Cup decided quickly. Do you think this could be a thing that FIFA could look at in the future? I think it could be because I unfortunately I watched the second half of the Ecuador um, Qatar game and it was absolutely dire. So yeah, <laughs> cut down on some of those nothing games would, uh, would would only be a good thing. I think I'll, I'll put all of England versus the USA in that yes. in that hat as well. Actually, yeah. cheers, good yeah. to speak to you, man. I want my ninety minutes back. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. Bush and Richie here with home time with a very special World Cup themed toasty Tuesday for you in a minute. In the meantime, though, uh, we have an amazing uh, prize to give away. Thanks to Matt. Edmondson's party game, Karen. A thousand pounds and a bunch of board games to be won. Uh, Karen is the fun bluffing game that lets you find out who's the real Mona amongst your family and friends. On the line, hoping to play and hoping to win, is Jonathan. How you doing, Jonathan? Hi, mate. You okay? We're good. Where are you calling us from right now? Uh, Merthyr Tidville. Merthyr Tidville. So, how are you feeling about the game this evening then? Uh, I'm not very confident. Okay. Well, we'll just wait and see what happens. You never know. England are very good at messing things up. Well, I no, 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 no way. He no, really no, isn't confident. Is I feel he? like the spark no. of the World Cup hasn't quite reached Jonathan yet. There. <laughs> uh, let's let's see if you can at least get a win with this, uh, Jonathan. Let's go back through these uh, three reviews we heard earlier. Uh, the first one about a multi pack of custard, useless. I got twenty four tins of custard. I only wanted two. Second one was about a convenience store. Terrible service. They wouldn't service me alcohol with my fake ID, but serve someone with a fake ID right in front of me. And then the third one about a church. Was there for a funeral, would not recommend. So, Jonathan, which do you think is the real negative review? The convenience store. Is the correct answer. Well done. It's just won you a £1,000 and a selection of board games. 
Thank you very much. Hey, you go to hell with the football. Well, at least we won something today, haven't we? Good yeah. man. Hey, and that's going to be a good Christmas. <laughs> it's a great thing to see around the family and play some games. So, uh, happy days, my friend. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Thanks very much. Bye, man. Take care. It's all thanks to Karen. Entertain the whole family this Christmas and spend more meaningful time together. Toasties on the way very soon. A special toasty for the football tonight. Wales versus England. Can we make a toasty combining the two nations? But still, It's not just a toasty. It's a toast to the two nations, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. But there is still fascination from the uh, the scrambled egg disaster of a couple of weeks back. Uh, Justine has emailed. I'm a Tuesday commuter. I was waiting for the scrambled scrambled egg toasty experiment update last week was it a winning combination less said about that the better Justine yeah we kind of moved on since the egg the egg incident says I'm a kiwi there's something of a toasty heritage a couple of suggestions for you crushed pineapple with cheese needs to be drained the pineapple I assure you it'll burn your mouth the other classic combo is canned cream corn and cheese I'm gonna stop uh, Justine there with those two combinations (laughs) that sounds like a nightmare Nightmare in a, in a bap. Yeah, no thanks, Justine. Uh, so yeah. Bush and Richie here with home time on a parky old Tuesday night. It's Toasty Tuesday, a little bit earlier in the show because of our curtailed showtime tonight. Isn't, isn't it weird that we're, we're toasting sandwiches earlier because of Dion Dublin? I never <laughs> thought I'd ever say that. <laughs> uh, every day is a school day, as they say. Uh, because of the football tonight, Wales versus England, I believe that's the order that it's down on the fixture sheet. Uh, we are trying to honour that with Toasty Tuesday uh, with ingredients that are a nod to the two great nations. Uh, you've, you've sent in some great suggestions uh, for a toasted sandwich that honours both England and Wales so far, but just keep it keep it like nice and friendly. Like, for example, someone called whose Twitter name is Come On Kumru. What did you say? Kumri, I Kumri. Come On Kumri. Uh, says, judging by the amount of English fans triggered by Ben Davis speaking Welsh on a Welsh language channel, maybe the filling should be gammon, sour grapes and a warm beer. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it nice. Keep Let's it keep nice. it nice. Like Rui here. Lamb and mint sauce with a covering of English mature cheddar on top of the bread. That's not bad. Steve says, black bomber Snowdonia cheese and Cumberland sausage HP sauce for dipping. Oh, I love the sound of that. Uh, Scotty's going with leek and black pudding. Are they... Is that a taste sensation, those two together? I'm not sure. I love black pudding. Uh, You saw what happened when we tried to uh, boil an egg in this office. I don't know if we've got the facilities to cook black pudding, that's for sure. Uh, Dean Pickle says, get some fine Welsh leeks uh, sliced thinly and softened into some fresh farm butter. Allow to cool... Next, some vintage English barber's cheddar in Somerset. Build with well-buttered bread. Not awful spread. Spread a layer of leek and cheese, a few crumbs of cheese on a hot plate first. A lot of leek being mentioned. It is a cousin of the uh, onion family. Uh, ben saying Welsh rarebit with added marmite. I like the sound of that. These are all great. These are all great. We need to, we need to come up with a suggestion. I think it's fair to say beef's got to be in there, right? Yes, I think so, yes. And I think a lot of people are going with cheese. You've got the, the, the Snowdonia one, you've got the Caffili one as well. And of course, uh, the elephant in the room, vegetable-wise, I'm afraid you're just going to have to suffer it, Richie. Leek's got to be in there too. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Our uh, signature uh, cheese and beef and leek toasty. Oh, my God. 
It sounds worse when you say it out loud. So our uh, beef, leek and cheese, uh, just disgusting thought. <laughs> this might turn you into being a leek fan. I don't think so. Uh, beef, leek and cheese toasty is toasting as we speak. We'll taste it soon. It's an homage to the football this evening, Wales versus England. I'm just not sure about that weak leek bit of it. Uh, I, it's what the two football teams and the two nations would have wanted. Uh, can't wait to taste it a little bit later on. It's always a very difficult point, this bit in the show where you're, you're talking whilst it's cooking because I'm salivating even thinking about it. I'm not salivating it. as much as you are. You will be after you had a couple of leaks in your gob. <laughs> but in the meantime, can we just put something to you that is just bubbled up as a question mm. during the course of trying to put this toasted sandwich together? And you, our learned audience, will know more than we do, but... I, I don't think sliced lamb is a thing. It would have been great to have lamb represented for Wales in there. It would have been a, 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 an appropriate thing for both nations, really. Yeah. But you can't put lamb in the toasty because you just can't buy sliced lamb in the supermarket. You have sliced all sorts of other things. Well, yeah, you get sliced chicken, you get sliced roast beef, you get sliced ham, blah, 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 blah. All the other meats have got their own sliced thing going mm. on down the aisle. Why Why no lamb? What's What's happened? What's I don't going know, on? because there's the weird thing. I know I've done a lamb roast, and I know I've carved and I know I've sliced it. Why are the supermarkets giving up on pre-slicing lamb? I think, by accident, during Toasty Tuesday this evening, we've uncovered quite a big conspiracy at the very heart of the meat industry. We're having last-minute nerves, jitters. I do hope, I do hope the game is better than what these look like. Oh, it looks bad, doesn't it? Um, I should just hold my hands up and say that uh, I have opted not to put leak in mine. Very disappointed with you there. I think you <laughs> at least try a bit. It's like my mum used to say to me back in the day, at least try a bit. It does sound like a mother having a lecture. But I know I'm, I know I'm not going to like it. It would taint the whole. It's kefili cheese, so it's still got a nod to Wales in there. Uh, the other thing that I'm not liking is just the way that the, the beef is just poking out the side of the toasty. Yeah, yeah. I might see that when I close my eyes tonight. Mine, <laughs> mine looks like a flat burger. Uh, should we give this a go? Let's give it a go. Come All on. Right. Here we go. I right. think what also hasn't helped is that there's a bloke in the kitchen uh, fixing the dishwasher, and it stinks. It really does, and it's taking the edge off my appetite. So everything is stacked against the cheese, beef and leek toasty. Uh, in a nod to Wales versus England, here we, are, here we go. You're still slicing, you're ready Bit to go. Bit of knife and forkism. Right. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Do you know what I'm going to say right now? Mm-hmm. That beef works wonders with that cheese. Mm. It's a marriage made in heaven. I don't want to sound like Greg Wallace... There's a big smack in the mouth. Do you know what? There's absolutely nothing to dislike about what I've just had. It's a, it's a flat burger. It's yeah. a toasted burger. It's cheese and beef and... What's wrong? It's great. What's wrong? Great great omen for tonight's game. Secondly, it makes me want to do that. People suggested the other week, people talking about doner kebab in a toasty. This could be the, the stepping stone we need to get there. It didn't look great, but it's tasted perfect. What a triumph. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. A couple of weeks back, I was very, very organised. There was some kind of uh, promotion on on Amazon Prime in like two days' worth of uh, good deals. And Rocco had happened to say that he wanted to get a Hot Wheels Ultimate Garage for Christmas. Hot Wheels uh, Ultimate Garage. Saw it come up in this Amazon thing. I was thinking, all right, I'm onto Ooh. that. Nice little deal there. Brilliant. Because the price of toys at the moment. Yes. Don't even get me started. I know. So I was feeling a little bit smug, thinking, well, that's upstairs all ready for Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Breakfast this morning, he goes, um, I would like to get the Hot Wheels Ultimate Car Wash for Christmas. Oh, my word. I went, well, sorry, what? I thought you were asking for the uh, Ultimate Garage for Christmas. No, I don't want that anymore. I would like to get the Ultimate Car Wash for Christmas. 
I, I, I could have I could have completely malfunctioned whilst obviously at the same time trying to keep a poker face <laughs> and, and not ruin what was I don't know what to do well, I'm trying to think of the right word is it Little Lord Fonteroy? <laughs> it does feel like it exactly it does sound a bit Little Lord Ron- Fonteroy. this was the discussion I had once he'd done, gone to school with Natalie I was like well who's he, who's he think he is you know we, he's spoiled we need to stop him asking for all these things she's like he's four he doesn't know he doesn't know that we bought it already does he? Let's get my mum on to uh, scare him with tales of getting a tangerine for Christmas. I mean, any, anyone listening to this of a certain age where apparently a, a, an item of fruit was a legitimate thing to get for a Christmas present? That scared life out of him. Absolutely. And it might still happen. <laughs> It's the first year I've gone early, and now four-year-old says he doesn't want what we've got him. Uh, Adele says, my daughter asked for a bike when she was younger. I bought it months before. She then changed her mind. I swapped it. She then had the cheek to say afterwards she wished she'd actually got a bicycle. These kids these days. Karen says, feel your pain. My sons have done it to me. Most recently, youngest said he wanted a Real Madrid football shirt. It was purchased, personalised. Then he announced he wanted a Barcelona shirt instead. Two words, turncoat. (laughs) And Jay says, I suspect that Rocco has actually found your secret hiding place and is banking on a second decent present. It's ingenious, really. So what, what, is, what are you going to do? What is the plan? I'm going to go on Amazon as if there is a return function. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.